Hi everyone, it's John Bay, CEO of Standard Uranium. We're a Canadian junior exploration company focused in the Athabasca Basin of Saskatchewan, Canada. John Bay, famous videographer <laughs> from Canada. How are you? I'm good, Matt. How are you? Kid, you're taking advantage of the social media, doing lots of videos yourself, aren't you? Uh, yeah, we pumped out about 75 videos last year. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy those. We yeah. start them off as, uh, you know, the idea of educating the, the retail investor of what yeah. actually happens at a yeah. project site. And then my VP of Exploration, Sean Hilliker, he's uh, great on camera. So yeah. we started doing everything, you know, just telling investors what's going on, what kind of questions are they sending us. And the feedback's been phenomenal. Cool, cool, cool. It's harder than it looks, isn't it? Uh, it's super easy. Everyone should be doing it. I'm blown away by how many companies don't do it. I mean, cost-wise, it's so cheap compared to playing marketing companies to do stuff. You can be doing it out there and having a lot of fun with it, too. That's what I say. I, the amount of companies that go on to shows not like ours, obviously, mm -hmm. we're very unique, but shows and say the same story, they repeat yeah. the same story in the same way with different channels. Uh, or go on and make presentations, the same PowerPoint presentation, multiple. It's like, do it yourself. I think, no, I, I'm, I'm, I commend you for doing it, sir. Yeah, so thank you. Well, first of all, we like to have fun with it too, right? So yeah. you see us hanging out in a snowbank or riding skidoos or yeah. minus 50 freezing our butts off trying to tell the investor what's going on and why we're doing it and why that's important and yeah. why companies are like us, how we're spending your money. Yeah. And they love seeing that. We get yeah. incredible feedback saying, thank you so much. I had no cool. idea what goes on in the drill site. So that's pretty you're cool. You're spending our money on uh, skidoos. What are they called? <laughs> is that, is that what, is that what well, something? skidoos are uh, <laughs> what we used to get around at minus 50. The trucks kind of die. So you use those to there move around from project to project. There you go. Um, yeah. Show my age. Um, you're here at Mines and Money. Yes. And you're beating the streets of London as well, meeting, meeting a few institutions mm -hmm. along the way. Right. We're talking uranium today, guys. So uh, quite a tumultuous year. Lots of spikes and lots of mm -hmm. uh, moments to, to look back on. Favorite moment of the year, yeah. apart, apart from Sput. Ooh, apart from moment. that. Well, for me, it was actually being at a project site and seeing the drilling happening right. and seeing everyone out there. We had a, actually a few days when we brought our entire uh, board of directors and technical team to site. Yeah. And that was like August long weekend. And that was really cool. So yeah. getting everyone really invested and in seeing what was going on, talking to the drillers and seeing everything happen is pretty cool. And investors love that too. Okay. Here's, here's the thing for companies of your size. What, what are you? Like say thirty million market cap them yeah. at the moment have, yeah. have been higher when with spot stuff came mm -hmm. out. Um, you're going to have to deal with a whole bunch of new entrants. We saw it last cycle. <laughs> yeah. We're going to see it again. These retread stories, these change of name companies mm -hmm. happening, and then there's a bunch of real companies that should be getting real investment, real dollars from people, uh, but won't because they're going to be distracted. Right? How do you cope with that? Well, for us, we try to be uh, as transparent as we can. We uh -huh. try to be marketing all the time, explaining to investors that, look, companies like ours, we're here. We've been here from the last three or four years. We're the ones who are actually on the ground doing the work. We're getting our permits on time. Right. We've got engagement. Permits for what? Uh, so exploration permits and drilling permits. Got need it. to have okay. those. And they're not as easy to get, especially with COVID last year. Mm. Some companies didn't get them and they couldn't explore. Now, on top of getting your permits, you have to have engagement with the First Nations groups. We've got that. Yeah. You can't just show up and say you're going to start doing exploration programs. It doesn't work that way anymore. On top of that, you have to have drillers and the vendors, and they are hard to get. So go back in time a couple of years, you could throw your flag in the ground, you could have drill companies, you could have vendors, helicopters, mm. whatever you needed. It's not that way anymore. So companies that are showing up now and saying, ah, we've got a project, mm. good luck getting all those things I just mentioned. It's tricky. It is it's tricky. We've seen people like Baseload even suffer from that. And plus, mm -hmm. obviously, CRDN stuff recently, a lot of companies named in there. And yeah. like, you know, that 
that's got to play itself out and those conversations need, yeah. to, need to be had responsibly, etc. So you're right, people can't sort of launch into the Athabasca Basin or Canada willy-nilly, mm-hmm. but they go, they're going to come. The money's going to come and the thematic is going to be strong. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's already strong. It's getting stronger for next year. You, you've got to do more than just put out videos, right? You've got to yeah. say, are two key projects, which you, you put two key projects in three sort of earlier stage yeah. projects. How are you going to tackle them you talk about being funded, so what are mm-hmm. you going to do there? So what we try to do is explain to people what's going on in each project. So right. our, our, our Davidson River is our flagship. Right. Flagship. Number We've one. done uh, three big drill programs there. Yeah. And each one, the results are getting better and better and better. Now, to the average investor that may not understand exactly what we're trying to do, they're expecting us to make a major discovery in every drill program. That's right. not realistic. So what we're technically trying to do is prove our theory, which is, first of all, we wanted to show that we were actually on the Patterson Lake Trend Conductor, yeah. which hosts the Triple uh, R and the Arrow and Spitfire. Those all sit on the same conductor where our Davidson River project is. So we had to do the geophysics. We had to drill it. And each drill program has been uh, really good technically. So we're mm. finding, you know, stacked shear zones. We're finding greater levels of, uh, you know, sulfides and uh, graphite conductors. We're getting uh, great alteration, great clays. And, you know, our geologist, uh, Sean Hilliker, who mm. spent five years at uh, NextGen doing his master's degree on the Aero project, when we're seeing this drill core come out of the ground, he can look at it and say, this looks identical to what we were seeing at Aero. Mm-hmm. And if you told me this was some Aero, I'd believe you. Now, what we don't have is that high-grade discovery yet. So we're vectoring in, and each drill program, we're getting closer and closer. And that's the goal of the company, make that aero discovery on our project. Right, do that. I imagine yeah. you'll get a, get a reaction. So how much mm-hmm. money are you allocating to that? So we've already spent about uh, you know $10 million drilling the first three programs. Mm-hmm. This year, we're going to spend probably another four or five on Davidson River. Mm-hmm. We're going to be drilling that one from you know May, June, and July. We'll go back there, do another five to 6,000 meters, hopefully. Okay, yeah. okay. And... So, and, and what else do you need to do, though, do you, do you think, to kind of capture the interest? Because, like, saying we've made mm-hmm. a discovery, not many people make discoveries. Yeah. So it's, it's harder than it sounds. But what else is it going to take? Well, I think um, keeping the investment community aware of what our goal is and what we're trying to do and have them understand that it's not, uh, this is a process, it takes time. And they should be looking for drill results that are showing that we're getting closer and closer. And we're going to continue to be transparent and show that and try to explain that better. I think when our last drill results came out, we didn't do a good enough job explaining to right. the investment community, you know, why this is important and why this is good. And, you know, we haven't made a discovery, but they were also a bit upset that we didn't hit as many holes as we'd hoped to do in this last program. Mm. And that happens sometimes. Drilling in this region is not easy and having a competent drill programs and drilling companies that can do that for you doesn't always work out. So listen, that happened to us and we're going to learn from it and be better next time. Okay, we've also seen some Sundog, Sundog uh, announcements as well. Yes. So how are you splitting and apportioning the capital and Yeah, time? so Sundog is a great project. It's in northern Saskatchewan, yeah. Uranium City. And we're going to be going up there for the first time for a drill program. Mm-hmm. So we staked it about a year and a half ago. We got the drill permits within a few months. and then, But we didn't have um, consultation with the First Nations group up there. So mm-hmm. they're represented by a group called Yathanini. Mm-hmm. And uh, we spoke to them and they said, look, we understand you have your permits, but you haven't really talked to us. And back, you go back in time a couple of years, you didn't really need to. The government was supposed to do all the consultation. Mm-hmm. Now it's on the company as well to make sure that you may have your permits from the government, but you also make sure you're engaging with the First Nations groups in that region. So now we've done that as well. So we just signed an engagement um, agreement with the Athenini group a few months ago. Sean Hilliker and I went up to site. Uh, we looked around at the project site, hopped out of the helicopter, and uh, radioactive boulders were at our feet. You know, mm. the, the uh, scintillometer was going ballistic, which is amazing to see. So yeah. we're going to go up there. We're going to do some more geophysics in January, February, and we've got a drill program planned starting in March. Right, okay. Uh, 
If there are quite a few companies in Athabasca Basin yeah. which have got extraordinary valuations. If mm -hmm. you look at market cap, you look at share price, whatever way you want to quantify, extraordinary. Who, let's say, are not meaningfully advanced necessarily, but mm -hmm. a lot of value has been attributed to them. So, is it a case of you've got something to learn about the way that they've talked to the market or the uh. way they've presented information <laughs> uh, to the market? Like, I'm talking about your yeah, 30 yeah. million market cap, right? Yeah. And you've not spent much time or effort. You, you, you know, were private when we spoke two years ago, yeah. right? Do you remember? I do. Um, <laughs> you were there, you should. Um, it, but how do, you, how do you tackle the market? Because the communication thing is one stuff. Mm -hmm. the, the, the drilling that you're doing mm -hmm. and, you know, vectoring in, it's all, it's all kind of good. But is there something that they are doing and the way that they're coming about it that is different from you, which is get, causing them to get different valuations. Uh, Are they being more honest, less honest? Uh -huh. How would you phrase it? I would say that uh, you know the real honesty comes out when the assay results come back. Sure. Right? So we're not going to be over promotional. We're going to be honest with their shareholders okay. and tell them exactly what's coming. And the assay results will speak for themselves. So some companies do. Well, uh, that's the trouble. They don't. Mm. You need to interpret yes. for people. Well, so how, true. How do you do it? Well, you do uh, probably you have to really explain what those assay results are telling us and how right. it's helping us vector in on that next discovery. You know, listen, there's uranium all over the Athabasca Basin, mm -hmm. and one drill hole here and there is not a discovery. It's not a deposit. Mm -hmm. So you have to take some, you know, some news releases with a grain of salt and really wait for you know bigger, bigger news to come back to sort of help define what that might be. So okay. we're not going to do that. We're gonna we're gonna continue to work our projects and be, you know. Not over promotional, but just try to be fair and let our investors understand, you know, where we're going and how we plan to get there and what that's going to look like. When we make a high grade discovery that we believe is going to be a deposit, we'll let you know. Yeah. Okay, uh, Mike Young's rocked up <laughs> from Australia. What a guy, Mike Young is. He's uh, a great guy. He's, a good he's guy. awesome. So yeah. Mike and I have been friends for for several years now. Right. Um, I really got to know him in the past few years when he would be over here in Canada, you know, marketing mm. for for Vimy. We struck up a good relationship. So uh, when I saw him leave Vimy, you know, uh, I was on the phone with him the next day and talking mm. about it and what his future plans were. And uh, I'm happy to say we brought him onto our board. Okay. Uh, he brings a lot of experience on the uranium side. You know, he actually, when he came out of university, he actually, his first job was working in Uranium City at a project right beside Sundog. Okay. So that's awesome to have him be able to share some insight on that. And of course, okay. he's built a company, Vimy, for eight years from, you know, where it was to where he left. It was a remarkable change for him. So yeah. you probably heard he's now been appointed a CEO of a solar company. So he's going to get his uranium fixed through us, which is great. Yeah. Okay, and um, in, in terms of building up the teams, just 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 more broadly, because it comes back to this thing about how you face the market. Yeah. Right. Because when you start small, you're restricted. You're cash constrained. Mm -hmm. You've got you've got to allocate your capital wisely, efficiently. All of those wonderful things. Um, but you 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 bring on a Mike Young and others. Mm -hmm. It helps you. John Bay pr present and face the company differently. So, mm -hmm. can we expect to see a little bit more from you next year, or do you need do you need in terms of funding to be able to sort of say the, the share price recover and you know what's your expectation of timing then? Mm -hmm. So let me put it this way: uh, we feel we're in a really good spot right now. Look, the uranium market's going to be very strong for the for the long term future, in my opinion. Right. Uh, we've got cash in the bank, so we raised money last August, raised five million dollars mm -hmm. at twenty four cents. Mm -hmm. We took this company public, as you know, eighteen months ago. We were mm -hmm. a five million market cap company. We raised money at fifteen cents, then again at twenty, then again at twenty four. It's been you know as least dilutive as possible for our shareholders. Mm -hmm. Each time, you know, accretive. 
and we'll probably go back to the market in Q1. And we anticipate the market is going to pick up again, and we would like to be raising money at a, a higher valuation than we did last time. So each right. time, just enough to allow us to not be too diluted, but enough to give us enough cash to run our exploration for the year and have a bit left over going into the next year. But where's the, where's the, where's the aggression? Where's the ambition and all of this? Because you can, it's all well and good mm -hmm. watching the pennies, right? Uh, but you move at a certain pace there. And I appreciate you don't want to dilute anyone, mm -hmm. and that's all That's all very worthy. But you, you, you're going into what mm -hmm. is a bull market for uranium, yes. right? It's kicked off. This year was a, was a, was a, was a moment, which actually meaningfully kicked off the uranium yeah. market. And we'll expect to see more with, with Sprott, obviously, with the new, new listing. Yeah. Uh, one would hope, and all the announcements from COP26 and around the world from various governments saying yeah, nuclear yeah. is green, that's mm -hmm. the way forward. Surely you need to have a more aggressive, ambitious plan than you've got now. We would love to be able to, you know, do massive drill programs on all our projects, but the reality is there's not enough people to do it. There's not enough geos, there's not enough drillers, there's not enough okay. vendors. It's very constrained in the Athabasca Basin. Okay. And for all these, you know, new entrants coming in thinking they're gonna be able to do exploration and drill programs, they're out to lunch. They're not gonna get vendors, they're I not can't gonna get wait. drillers. I can't so wait. watch for that. So, you know, finding out who the companies are that have got the permits, have got the money, have got the First Nation relationships, have got everything lined up and are going about it smartly. Right. That's who you want to be invested with. I agree with that. Yeah. I do. But at the, but at the same time, I want the good guys to actually accelerate quicker. I want yeah. them to be aggressive because, and you do things the right way. Everything yeah. that you just said, right? For all the right reasons. You do, but also take advantage of the situation because those new entrants will be attracting dollars which should be going to companies like you mm -hmm. because they're going to talk the game. There's going to be a yes. lot of white noise which you need to compete against. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. How do, how do you time the moment we say, do you know what, guys? I think if we if we just get a little bit more ambitious, mm -hmm. I think we can win. We can do better. We can catch up. It may be expensive now, but yeah. it will seem cheap in about a year's time. Well, it's kind of a, a fine dance you're always doing, right? I mean, I can tell you right now that if I wanted to go out and raise X amount of millions, I could do it. The bankers are calling me on a regular basis saying, yeah. take more money, take more yeah. money. But we want to make sure when we're raising money that's at an accretive level and it's mm. going to be good for our shareholders, not just the ones coming in, but the ones that we've got in our share registry already. Uh, we don't want, when we do a drill program, we get a lot of data from that core mm. and we analyze it and it helps us pick our next program. So if we're going to go out and just blow money on drilling everywhere, we're not going to be able to use that data until we analyze it and pretend we're getting ready for our next program. So that's all part of the, of the game as well. It, it, I appreciate it as a dance, yeah. but it, like I said, I'm just interested in the conversations you guys, huh. you guys are having about it, right? Because mm -hmm. it's like, there is the thing, I mean, we, 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 we've talked when you're private, but there's money which seems expensive now, yes. but down the, down the track looks actually the, the best money you could get. And the best money you get sometimes is the money that's there right in front of you today. Yeah. So how are you toying with this and how close are it's you? It's interesting. It, um, it's a thought. I've been in this cycle, in this game for you know 15 plus years and I've seen companies always talk about, I'm not going to take money now because in six months my share price will be way higher. Yeah. And then you see catastrophic things happen Bingo. to them. So yeah. we always want to make sure we've got cash for the next 12 months at least. And we want to see what those next drill results give us. Mm. Um, you know, our theory is we're going to be doing better and better each time, as all companies say that. But look, we've proven that so far. We've uh, done a really good job of, of you know, going, looking after our capital, spending wisely. Almost all the money we raise goes into exploration. We've got a very small burn rate for executives and offices and stuff. We've got a small mm. team. And uh, we like to look after our shareholders' money. And we don't want to take too much in. Uh, there's always guys, especially in Canada, where you can get flow-through money. You can go to the market and say, oh, look, I want another... 
$10 million of flow through, which means you have to spend it on the ground. You've got a certain amount of time mm. to do it. And a lot of time that money gets blown out, right? So you want to be careful of who your shareholders are, who you're bringing in. Yeah. And I think for us now, where we were compared to two years ago, now we can be much more selective on who we let into our financings because we've got a nice list built up of funds who say, we like you guys, we like what you've done. Yeah. Next time you're doing a financing, count us in. So that's part of being here in London, meeting some of those funds that two years ago, we weren't ready for them. Now they're ready for us. They now follow us. You know, it's funny. I'm meeting with some of these fund managers and they say, John, I love what you guys are doing on social media. I watch all your videos. Mm. To me, that blows me away. Mm. Like these pretty significant funds are following a small little company like ours and watching our social media, understanding what we're doing, and now have a good a good rapport with us, which is awesome. Yeah, but the thematic's strong, right? So yeah. I, th I think yeah. I think that really really helps. And there may have been, you know, inactivity yeah. as you, you expect, but they have been keeping a watching brief for sure. Um, okay, if we, if we can't nail down what uh, you you may may do with regards to funding now, mm -hmm. can you give me a sense of what you look for? Because you're you, you're small. Agile, nimble mm -hmm. company. You, yes. you make the decisions. It's 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 kind of easy, right? Mm -hmm. What are the moments that you're looking for next year, which will allow you to I don't know step change, segue and off into a different direction? Mm -hmm. You know, you've got these three assets over on on the eastern basin. Yeah. Um, what are those moments that you're cognizant that you're going to have to just look at, and what are the what would the response be f from you? In each mm -hmm. of those instances next year. So, so there's a few things to touch on there. Yeah. So first of all, our you know our, our flagship thing is to our, our Davidson River project. Mm -hmm. We want to be drilling and drilling that. We really believe there is a deposit to be found there. So we're going to mm -hmm. be drilling this one aggressively every chance we get with the funds we bring in. Outside right. of that, we're super excited to get to Sundog and be drilling that for the first time. Look, this uh, hasn't been explored for you know 40 some years up there. And before they were looking at perch mineralization stuff right at surface. Now we're going to be looking deeper underground, looking to see. If we can find the um, you know the source of that uranium, which is pretty exciting as well. Now, on top of that, MA. MA is coming to this space. Uh, there's companies in the basin, there's companies from other parts of the world that want to be in the basin. We've got some projects, we're looking at projects. Um, there's lots of opportunities now for us to be thinking outside of just what we're doing right now. And those are all, as you say, could be big changes for our company. But MA, in terms of you acquiring stuff, that's not realistic, surely, mm -hmm. but with the your capital structure as, as it is at the moment mm -hmm. and the fact that you've got to make a discovery and you've got to prove yourselves in a way, right? Mm -hmm. But you do have three assets, which are much earlier stage, but mm -hmm. which could be spun out into some, well, monetized somehow, yes. Yes. right? And that's good for drill programs and whatever else activity you've got about both yeah. your projects. So, but you said something which I was intrigued by again, it's in terms of the decision making, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in some of these <laughs> boardrooms, right? Where you go, I tell you what, Davison, if we make a discovery, mm -hmm. is that going to be significantly higher valued than say, maybe, progressing a second asset. We, mm -hmm. we all love two assets, de-risk two assets, mm -hmm. not a single asset company, great. D double, you know, uh, you know, just multiple jurisdictions, it all helps, right? But the reality is the market will view a discovery much more highly than you fiddling around up at Sundog, surely? Definitely. Okay. Yes. So does that give us a clue about how much money is, or percentage of your money is being apportioned to? Davidson? Well, put it this way, everything to date 100% of our exploration has gone to Davidson River so far. Yeah. Now we've got Sundog, and I can tell you the budget for Sundog this year is going to be about $2 million. Okay. Of what? Of, we're going to do an $8 million spend this year. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so not so you're not totally distracted. Oh no, I mean that. that. I mean the only time we can be exploring Sundog is that uh, January, February geophysics. Mm. The month of March is drilling. The, everything freezes up there. Wow. You can build an ice road. You can drive everything up. You yeah. you drill for a month, and then you get out of there. And then we move that drill team to Davidson River and we drill there. 
And then okay. when that's done, we can move them over to our third projects. Got it. And we can start working over there in like Sweet. August, September. And Sweet. for us, I mean, those projects on the eastern side, they're early stage, but we can add value to those by doing mm. geophysics, by doing a bit of drilling and upping their value so that should we do, uh, you know, an entrant comes in and wants to acquire them from us or do a JV with us, we can add greater value to those for our shareholders by advancing them a bit further. Okay. Yeah. You're playing catch up with some of the uranium stories in the Athabasca Basin. 2022 is your year? That's going to be a great year. We're really excited. Yeah.